अथ तृतीय सर्ग श्रुवा वस्तुसमग्रम तधर्माथसहित व्यक्तमन्वेशते भूयो यदृत्तमता उपस्पृश्योदक संयंग मुनिस्थिवाजलि प्राचीनाग्रेशु दर्भेशु धर्मेणन्वेशते गति सीताज्ञा दशरथेन च सभारेण स राष्ट्रेण यत्तवता हसी भाषित चतिर्यावच्चेषित तत्सर्वर्मवीण यथावत्पश्य स्त्री तृतीय चाप्तम चरता वने सत्यसंधेन रामेण तत्सवैक्षता तत पश्यति धर्मात्मा तत्सर्वस्थितवृत्त पाणवामलक तत्सवृष्ट्वा धर्मेण सहामति अभिराम से राम से तत्सर्व्यता कामागुण संयुक्त धर्मागुण विस्तर समुद्रमिव रनाढ़्यम सर्वश्रुतिमनोहर स यथाथित पूर्व नारदेन महात्म रघुवंश से चरित चकार भगवान्नी जन्मराम से सुमहद्वीकूलता लोक से प्रियताशीलताचिथाश्चान्या विश्वासहायने जानक्या विवाह धनुष्च विभेदनम राम राम विवाद चुणाशरथे स्तथा तथाषेकम से कैकेयादुष्टता विघातमचाभिषेक सेवासनमशोक विलाप परलोक चाश्रय प्रकृतीनाषाद प्रकृतीना विसर्जनम निषादाधिपसंवाद सूतोपावर्तन तथा गंगाया भरद्वाज से दर्शनम भरद्वाजाभ्यनुज्ञाचिकूट से दर्शनम वास्तुकर्म निवेशरतागमनम तथा प्रसादनम चम से पितुश्चलक्रिया पादुकाग्रियाषेक नंदीग्राम निवासनम दंडकारण्यगमनम विराध से वधम तथा दर्शनम शरभंग से सुतीक्षण सगमं अनसूया सख्यांगराग से चापणम दर्शनम चाप्यगस्तुषोग्रहण तथा शूर्पणख्या संवाद विरूपकरण तथा वधम खरत्रिशिशोत्थानम रावण से मरीच से वधम चैदेहरण तथा राघव से विलापंचध्रराज निबर्हणम कबंधदर्शनम चंपायाशनम शबरी दर्शनम चलमूलाशनम तथा प्रलापम चंपायां हनुमदर्शनम तथा ऋष्यमोक गमनम सुग्रीवेण सगमं प्रत्ययोत्दनम सख्यम बालुसुग्रीव विग्रह बालिप्रमथनम चुग्रीव प्रतिदनम 
ತಾರಾವಿಲಾಪಂ ಸಮಯಂ ವರ್ಷರಾತ್ರ ನಿವಾಸನ ಕೋಪಂ ರಾಘವ ಸಿಂಹಸ್ಯಲಾಪಸಂಗ್ರಹ ದಿಶಸ್ಥಾಪನ ಪೃಥಿವ್ಯಾಶ್ಚ ನಿವೇದನ ಅಂಗುಳೀಯ ಕದಾಶಸ್ಯಲದರ್ಶನ ಪ್ರಾಯೋಪವೇಶನ ಸಂಪಾದೇಶಿ ದರ್ಶನ ಪರ್ವತಾರೋಹಣ ಸಾಗರಸ್ಯಲಂಘನ ಸಮುದ್ರವಚನಾಕ್ಷನ ರಾಕ್ಷಸೀತರ್ಜನ ಛಾಯಾಗ್ರಾಹಸ್ಯದರ್ಶನ ಸಿಂಹಿಕಾಯಾಶ್ಚ ನಿಧನ ಲಂಕಾಮಲಯ ದರ್ಶನ ರಾತ್ರೌ ಲಂಕಾ ಪ್ರವೇಶಂಚಿಂತನ ಆಪಾನಭೂಮಿಗಮನಮವರೋಧಸ್ಯದರ್ಶನ ದರ್ಶನ ರಾವಣಸ್ಯಾಪುಷ್ಪಕರ್ಶನ ಅಶೋಕವನಿಕಾಯಾನ ಸೀತಾಶ್ಚಾಪಿದರ್ಶನ ಅಭಿಜ್ಞಾನ ಪ್ರದಾನಂಚಾಷ್ಚಾಷಣ ರಾಕ್ಷಸೀತರ್ಜನ ತ್ರಿಜಟಾಸ್ವಪ್ನದರ್ಶನ ಮಣಿಪ್ರದಾನ ಸೀತಾಯೃಕ್ಷಭಂಗಂ ತಥೀ ವಿದ್ರವಂ ಕಿಂಕರಾಣಾನ್ಯಬರ್ಹಣ ಗ್ರಹಣ ವಾಯುಸೂನೋಶ್ಚ ಲಂಕಾಭಿಗರ್ಜನ ಪ್ರತಿಪ್ಲವನಮೇವಾಥ ಮಧೂನಾಂಹರಣ ತಘವಾಶ್ವಾಸನ ಮಣಿನಿರ್ಯಾತನ ತಗಮಂಚಮುದ್ರೇಣ ನಲಸೇತೋಶ್ಚ ಬಂಧನ ಪ್ರತಾರಂಚಮುದ್ರಸ್ಯರಾತ್ರೌ ಲಂಕಾವರೋಧನ ವಿಭೀಷಣೇನ ಸಂಸರ್ಗಂ ವಧೋಪಾಯ ನಿವೇದನ ಕುಂಭಕರ್ಣಸ್ಯ ನಿಧನ ಮೇಘನಾದ ನಿಬರ್ಹಣ ರಾವಣಸ್ಯ ವಿನಾಶಂಚಾಪ್ತಿಮರೇಪುರೇಷಣಾಭಿಷೇಕಂಚಪುಷ್ಪಕರ್ಶನ ಅಯೋಧ್ಯಾಯಾಶ್ಚಗಮನಂ ಭರದ್ವಾಜಸಮಾಗಮಂಭಿಷೇಕಾಭ್ಯುದಯಂಸರ್ಜನ ಅನಾಗತಂಚಿಂಚಿದ್ರಾಮಸ್ಯವಸುಧಾತಲೆಕಾರೋತ್ತರೇಕಾವ್ಯೇ Balakanda, Canto 3 A brief outline of the Ramayana as given by the poet himself. Having heard from Narada, as aforesaid, the entire theme of the poem to be composed by him, promising religious merit and worldly prosperity to its readers and hearers, and confer- conferring supreme benefit in the shape of final beatitude, Valmiki sought to discover directly through intuition a detailed life account of that sagacious prince sipping water as a purificatory rite according to the scriptural ordinance and taking his seat with folded hands on the blades of kusha grass with their ends pointing to the east the sage sought to discover the exploits of shri rama through yogic power conferred on him by brahma By dint of that yogic power he was able to perceive directly and clearly in reality every detail in that state of absorption all that pertained to Shri Rama Lakshmana 
and Sita, as well as to the Emperor Dasharatha, along with his wives and kingdom, how they laughed and talked and moved, and whatever they did. Likewise, he further directly perceived in order of sequence all that was enacted by Sri Rama while roaming about in the forests in the company of Lakshmana and Sita, his spouse, true to his promise. Absorbed in deep meditation, that pious sage thereby saw all that had happened in the past in relation to Sri Rama, Lakshmana and Sita, as well as that which still awaited them. Having seen all that in reality by dint of yogic power, Valmiki, who was possessed of great wisdom, girded up his loins to render into verse the whole story of Sri Rama, the delighter of all. The glorious sage Valmiki, composed in verse, as it was told earlier by the high-souled Narada, the story of Sri Rama, descended in the line of Raghu, which discusses in a secondary way the subjects of karma, sense enjoyment and worldly prosperity and expatiates on the merits of the other two objects of human pursuit, piety and final beatitude, and thus, full of jewels like the ocean, attracts the ears as well as the mind of all by the musical ring of its verses and the profundity of their meaning, respectively. The advent of Sri Rama, his superlative prowess, benevolence to all, universal popularity, forgiveness, amiability and the habit of speaking the truth. Many other wondrous episodes example the one relating to the descent of the holy Ganga told by Vishwamitra in the course of his journey with the sage Vishwamitra first to the latter's hermitage and then to Mithila in order to attend the selection of a husband by the princess of Mithila in an assembly of suitors. His breaking the bow kept by the king of Mithila in an arena in order to test the suitor's prowess, and the wedding of Sita, Janaka's daughter, and others, Urmila, and so on. The vexed dialogue between Sri Rama and Parashurama over the breaking of the bow, a description of the extraordinary virtues of Sri Rama, son of Dasharatha, preparations for Sri Rama's installation as the regent of Ayodhya, and the treachery of Kaikai. Interruption of the installation caused by Kaikeyi and Sri Rama's exile to the forest, the king's grief and lament and eventual departure to the other world. The grief of the people of Ayodhya and how those who followed him to the forest were made to return by being put off the scent. His dialogue with the chief of the Nishadas and how the charioteer, who took Sri Rama, Sita and Lakshmana in a chariot to the forest under the king's command was sent back by Sri Rama after his meeting with the Nishada chief. How he ferried across the Ganga and called on the sage Bharadwaja and his going to Chitrakuta on the latter's instruction. His erection of a leaf-thatched hut at Chitrakuta and taking up his residence there along with his spouse and younger brother. The arrival of Bharata and how he tried to persuade Sri Rama to return to Ayodhya and accept his rightful heritage in the shape of the throne of Ayodhya and how Sri Rama offered water to the spirit of his deceased father as his last obsequies to the latter. 
how bharata installed on the throne of ayodhya as the symbol of shri rama the preeminent wooden sandals that had the unique honor of being used by the divine shri rama and had been given by the latter to bharata as a token of his affection and regard for his younger brother and took up his residence at nandigrama now a lonely retreat 14 miles away from ayodhya rama's departure to the forest of dandaka for fear of being approached every now and then by the people of ayodhya now that they had come to know of his being there and his killing the ogre viradha his visit to the sage sharabhanga and meeting with sutikshna a pupil of the illustrious sage agastya sita's meeting with anasuya the wife of the great sage atri and the latter's offering sandal paste etc to the former as a gesture of goodwill his visit to the sage agastya and worship by the latter his accepting a bow belonging to lord vishnu and presented by the sage considering him to be eminently fit to receive and wield it especially for his future conflict with ravana shurpanaka's overtures for marriage to shri rama and her disfigurement at the hands of lakshmana who lopped off her ears and nose with a sword the destruction of the ogres khara and trishira as well as of dushana and others and ravana's machinations to carry off sita the destruction of maricha disguised as a golden deer by shri rama and the abduction by ravana of sita the daughter of king janaka also called videha Shri Rama's lament over the disappearance of Sita and the death at Ravana's hands of Jatayu the chief of the vultures the sight of and encounter with Kabandha a demon without head and legs and consisting of a mere trunk with long arms and a huge mouth in his belly his head and thighs having been forced onto his body by a blow from Indra's thunderbolt as well as of Pampa lake a visit to shabari an ascetic woman and partaking of fruits and roots offered by her by way of hospitality shri rama's raving over the loss of his spouse and his meeting with hanuman on the bank of the pampa lake his arrival at mount rishyamuka where the monkey chief sugriva was encamping in fear of his elder brother vali by whom he had been exiled and robbed even of his wife and meeting with sugriva his inspiring confidence in the heart of sugriva by kicking the skeleton of the demon dundubi to a long distance and piercing with one single arrow as many as seven palmera trees standing in a row and friendship with him the combat between vali and sugriva the destruction of vali and the installation of sugriva on the throne of kishkindha the lament of tara Vali's widow understanding with Sugriva that at the end of the monsoon messengers would be sent in all directions to trace the whereabouts of Sita and Shri Rama's sojourn on Mount Rishyamuka during the days of the monsoon the apparent indignation at the negligence of Sugriva of Shri Rama a lion among the signs of Raghu and Sugriva's mustering forces for being sent all over in quest of sita and dispatching teams of monkeys in all directions and sugriva's description of the various divisions and subdivisions of the earth for the information of the monkeys to be sent in search of sita 
Shri Rama's handing over his ring to Hanuman, how the monkey sent in search of Sita in a southerly direction under the leadership of Angada, the crown prince of Kishkindha, saw the cave of a bear and sat fasting unto death on the seashore in a desperate mood on their failure to get any clue to the whereabouts of Sita and how they met Sampati, the elder brother of Jatayu. How Hanuman climbed Mount Mahendra in order to leap across the sea and eventually cross the ocean and how again he saw and talked with Mount Mainaka, son of Himalaya, that had emerged from the ocean at the instance of the sea god. How he was threatened by Surasa, who came disguised as an ogress, and Lankini, an ogress by her very birth, and how he saw and eventually brought about the death of the demoness Simhika, who brought down flying birds by capturing them by their shadow, and saw the part of Mount Trikuta on which stood Lanka. His entry into Lanka by night to avoid detection by the enemy and how he reflected all by himself on his future plan. His visit to the alehouse and looking around the gynecium of Ravana. How he beheld Ravana as well as the Pushpaka, his aerial car, snatched from Kubera, the god of riches. And reaching Ashokavana, a grove, mainly consisting of Ashoka trees, had a look at Sita. His handing over the ring of Sri Rama to Sita as a proof of his identity and Sita's talk with him, how she was threatened by the ogresses appointed by Ravana to guard Sita and bring her round, and how Trijata, a daughter of Vibhishana, also placed by her side, saw dreams auguring well for Sri Rama. How Sita gave her own jewel for the head to Hanuman as a proof of his having met her and how the trees of the grove were destroyed by Hanuman in order to convince Sita of his extraordinary might and ability to liberate her from Ravana's captivity. The flight of the ogresses guarding Sita and the destruction by Hanuman of the followers of Ravana guarding the grove. The apprehension by Ravana of Hanuman, son of the wind god, and how he roared while setting Lanka on fire. How he leapt back across the sea, and he and the other monkeys forcibly partook in exultation over the success of their mission of the honey collected in Madhuvana, setting at naught the guards of Sugriva, to whom the garden belonged. How Hanuman brought solace to Sri Rama by telling him of his having seen Sita and handed over to him the jewel given, by, given to him by Sita. How Sri Rama set out on an expedition to Lanka along with Sugriva and his huge army of monkeys to recover Sita. How they met the god presiding over the oceans in person at the seashore and with his assurance to help how a bridge was built across the sea by the monkey chief Nala. How the army crossed the sea over the bridge so built and besieged Lanka at night. The contact of Sri Rama with Vibhishana, Ravana's youngest brother and a great devotee of Sri Rama and how he told Sri Rama of the ways and means of killing Ravana and others. 
the death of Kumbhakarna, the younger brother of Ravana, the destruction of Meghanada, the eldest son of Ravana and the crown prince of Lanka, the disposal of Ravana and the recovery of Sita at the enemy's capital, the installation of Vibhishana on the throne of Lanka, how Sri Rama saw Pushpaka, the aerial car belonging to Ravana and flew in it towards Ayodhya, his landing at Prayaga and meeting with the sage Bharadwaja. How Hanuman, son of the wind god, was dispatched in advance to Ayodhya to meet Bharata and apprise him of Sri Rama's return and the subsequent meeting of Sri Rama with Bharata. The festivities connected with the coronation of Sri Rama and how the whole host of monkeys was disbanded and sent away to their respective homes. How Sri Rama won the heart of his people by his loving rule and exiled Sita, the daughter of King Janaka, also called Videha. Valmiki, the glorious sage, also described in his superb poem whatever deeds were yet to be performed on earth by Sri Rama. Thus ends Canto 3 in the Balakanda of the glorious Ramayana of Valmiki, the work of a Rishi and the oldest epic.